welcome to the Dietitian Connection podcast, a show about nutrition, dietitians, and their success stories. This podcast, hosted by Kate Agnew and Marie Ferguson, will empower you to realize your professional dreams by giving you access to our global community of dietitians. Through our conversations with nutrition leaders, we'll educate you, inspire you, and help you create more impact as a dietitian. Welcome to another Dietitian Connection Bite Size Chats, and today's a very special one. We've got um, the DC team with us, so Kate and Melissa, thanks so much for joining me, ladies. Thanks, Marie. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm excited (laughs) to chat to you both, um, but I thought... In our usual bite-sized chats conversations, we've been talking about how things have been going for you in COVID. So maybe we can start with you, Kate. How have the last few months been for you? Hmm. Well, both of you know the roller coaster that is my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the start of COVID, I had a meltdown in which Marie and Melissa were present for. Um, and I found I really struggled at the start. Um, I, I was really struggling to accept all the changes that were happening in our world and specifically Dietitians Unite conference. Um, that is the highlight of my year and I know it's the highlight of your year as well, Marie. And I was really excited to have um, Melissa experience Dietitians Unite because she was new to the team as well. So uh, I guess I was looking forward to that for, for six months. It was going to be um, our biggest Dietitians Unite, yeah, out of seven years. So um, I guess you could say I was really emotionally and professionally invested in it. And um, the news of us having to change it just kind of put me into a bit of inner turmoil. Um, And it took me a while to fully process it. Maria, I remember being on the phone to you and just crying for no reason. (laughs) But you were really good. You just listened and, and asked me what I needed. So... At the start, it was really rough. Um, Since then, I actually think I have a lot to be grateful for. And we were already working from home um, when COVID struck. We started working from home at the end of last year. So it actually, um, it wasn't too much of a shock to us compared to a lot of our colleagues. And I suppose um, there are a lot of things that I've found over the last few months that I think I have a lot to be grateful for. So I started doing yoga again and had more time to exercise in the morning and get outdoors. And I feel like overall as a team, the last few months have brought us together closer. We've become a really strong team and Melissa started with us when it all happened and I'm so glad she did because I don't think we would have been able to get through the last few months without you, Melissa. So I'm so <laughs> glad you were here with us to walk this journey and I know you'll talk about that as well because that is really impressive that you started a new job when all of this happened. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I think we're, I guess, three peas in a pod and I think you know, there's a lot of horrible things that have happened with COVID, but um, it's also made us really strong. Mm. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. So a bit of background for those listening that Melissa joined us on the 15th of March, which is just when things were starting to shut down. Um, Kate and I are based in Brisbane and Melissa's in Sydney. So we managed to have Melissa join us in Brisbane for her orientation. And then after that, pretty much everything shut down. So I'll hand over to you, Melissa, now, and you can tell us how things have been for you for the last few months. Yeah, so I think, like Kate was just saying, you know, it was a really anxious 
time, especially at the start for me, um, like everyone was feeling, you know, it was just uncertain and, you know, I found it quite challenging to adjust to that new normal. But I think all in all, you know, I'm doing well now. Um, and I think because I started my role with DC right as everything was hitting, it's kind of hard to know how, how everything would have gone otherwise and what changes in my life were due to coronavirus and what changes were due to just starting a new job that was, you know, always intended to be a virtual role anyway. So, yeah, my this is my experience and I don't really know how it would have played out differently in any other circumstance, um, any other circumstances. But, yeah, I'm... I'm doing really well and I'm really enjoying working from home now that we've kind of really got used to really got used to my new routine and my new job and it's quite interesting because that was the one thing that I was a little bit worried about was working from home um, and kind of being on my own all the time but it kind of made it a bit easier that I guess everyone around me was also adjusting to it and now mm-hmm. I really like it <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's been really good and, I, and I'm doing really well now especially the kind of I, I feel like the hardest part might have we've gone through it but who knows with the the cases starting to rise again but um yeah no I'm doing well at the moment so yeah I think in hindsight we probably would have only done one zoom meeting with you a week and you know now we do them daily and then we have our virtual lunch on Tuesday and our walking meeting when we can on a Friday you know we wouldn't have done any of that without COVID so it's really been a blessing in disguise I think for us to really gel together as a team. Um, yeah. But I know... I post- remember... Yeah, sorry, Maria, I remember sitting at a like, coffee shop. This was... Melissa was just about to fly back to Sydney and you were like, we should we should meet frequently. And I was like, so once, twice a week? And you were like, no, every day. <laughs> Check in and make sure how we're all going. <laughs> and in hindsight, that was a really good decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like that's been, I always say to you, Marie, like that's something that I'm really, really grateful for and I think it's such a good part of this role is that we we do, you know, talk to each other multiple times every day and without COVID happening that probably wouldn't have happened and my experience would have been really different with mm-hmm. you guys but I think it's, yeah, it really brought us together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know personally for you, Melissa, it caused some... Um, issues that you had to deal with do you want to talk about that yeah so we had a um, my wedding booked in for the start of next year and our engagement party um in april so that's all we had to cancel our engagement party and we decided to postpone our wedding just because it was so uncertain so that was a very difficult thing to have to do but it's kind of all sorted now and we just got our fingers crossed that hopefully the world is a bit more normal by the time our new date rolls around. But um, yeah, that was a big, a big challenge and it, it was really hard. Um, but yeah, it's, I guess we've made the decision and it's postponed now. So it's just a wait. We have to wait a bit longer than we wanted to, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. yeah. I think there's lots of people, obviously many people, are, it's affected people in different ways, but everyone has been impacted. So it's just how really. Yeah. Um, Let's go back to the very start about when you started at Dietitian Connection. So it's more fresh in your mind, Melissa, but Kate, we'll start with you. Can you tell us about how you ended up here at DC? That's quite a story. I might have to add to or embellish your story, (laughs) but you go through it first. Well, this is perfect timing because closer to when this video goes to air, it's going to be my fourth year anniversary at Dietitian Connection. Um, 
So I started with Dietary Connection, I guess my, the first part of it was when I was um, still studying. I was finishing that my Master's of Dietetic Studies and I started um, and I did some volunteer work um, for Marie and she gave me a project which was to start a podcast and um, I guess that was the, the hurdle that I was to jump over mm-hmm. and I, I took a lot of pride in um, that project and uh, put um, a really detailed book together about that and then Marie said to me would you like to come work for me casually and um and then that grew into um, a part-time role I was also doing private practice as a new grad and then um, eventually Marie um, offered me full-time work which was um it was a no-brainer <laughs> and uh, I did have a few things going a few different jobs going on but um I couldn't think of anything better than to work full-time for Marie. So that was in early 2017, and I guess the rest is history. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> it must have been 16 if you were four years. So it was 16 part-time yeah, yeah. and then full-time 2017. Yeah, so yeah. I count yeah. July 2016 as yeah, my yeah. sort of official date, but it's actually longer than that with, with some of the other projects. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, and so I do have to add to that. So I... Um, Melanie McGrice had gotten in touch with me because Kate had actually volunteered on at an event with Melanie and she wrote me an email and said, if you're ever looking for someone, I would recommend um, Kate. And I'm like, nobody, nobody takes the time to send you an email yeah, to recommend someone. Lovely. So yeah. So I obviously had my eye out for you. And then um, I think you undersold the, um, what you did with the podcast too. So it's like I explained to people, it was like, you know, 12 pages of, PDF with screenshots of all the different steps and yeah it was just was um super exceeded my expectations of what I was expecting um and yes the rest is history and I say you still exceed expectations every single day so I'm very fortunate to have you thanks Marie I feel the same and Melissa yours is still much you went through a very different process do you want to tell us about your experience (laughs) Yeah, so I'm in my third year out of uni now and I guess when I was at uni, I kind of always felt that I probably wasn't going to be, you know, the typical dietitian and go and work in a hospital or anything like that. Um, But I did have a real interest in, you know, the media and writing. So I tried really hard to, I guess, get a bit of exposure and experience in that area and I was really lucky as soon as uni finished I um, got a job at the Healthy Food Guide magazine so I worked there for two years um, and that was part-time so I was working there two days a week for the first two years Um, and on top of that I I work as a regular contributor at Body and Soul so that had kind of always been the first half of my week Um, and then the other half of my week I could never really make it work I I tried working in private practice for someone else and then gave my own private practice a little go and I guess just at that time of my career I just felt like it wasn't really right for me so then I got a completely different part-time job to try and fill up that half of my week working in a a ready-made meal company and that kind of never worked out either and then so I guess at the start of this year I found myself really stuck and it, it was just like clockwork that I this job was advertised Um, And I thought it was a really great blend of my dietitian knowledge, but also my communication skills and, you know, what I'd been working on for the last years at Health Food Guide and Body and Soul. Um, So, yeah, I applied for it, flew out to Brisbane and, yeah, was lucky enough to get the job. So 
as you said, Kate, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only been four months, but I guess that's how, yeah, how I, um, how I got here and, and the kind of the experiences that I had that really played into me getting the role in the end. So, yeah, yeah. Apart from the fact that there's clearly it was clearly meant to be because Melissa and I were actually <laughs> born on exactly the same day. Exactly the same. <laughs> that is apart, crazy. Apart from that, I think we all complement each other really well. Mm-hmm. So um, Melissa is incredibly talented at writing and I am talented at um, like visual design and like organising and uh, like seeing the kind of realistic parts to all all of our projects and Marie is the dreamer and she has the big ideas and she makes things happen without being afraid so well that's how I would describe it but if you guys have anything to add I'd love to hear it I'm with you, Kate. I think you wrapped it up really well. <laughs> yeah, and it feels like it's only been four months, but it feels like forever that we've been working together. And yeah, just so happy at how well we've really come together in this period, particularly with mm. COVID. Yeah, as a team. And Melissa, you swam. We checked you in the deep end and you swam. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the best way to learn is just to yeah, get thrown into the thick of it. Um, so, yeah, no, I think, like you both said, I think we've gelled really well and we do make a really good team together. Mm. And in the blink of an eye, four years will be gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens quickly. It happens very quickly. <laughs> Although this year's probably going to feel like a long year. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah. So take everyone behind the scenes of Dietitian Connection. What's it like to work here and, yeah, a bit, bit of behind the scenes. Do you want to have a start on that one, Melissa? Yeah, sure. So, um, like, it's great. <laughs> That's one one way to put it. It's really, um, you know, it's a really awesome place to work and, um, you know, we get Friday afternoons off, which is life-changing, so that's <laughs> awesome. But I guess on a day-to-day, um, you know, in day-to-day, everything is, you know, every day is different. It never gets boring. Um, and like I said, I've only been here for four months, but I've had a really good mixture of lots of different different things so my role um I get to kind of put my dietitian hat on sometimes so especially in the last little bit we've been working really hard on our patient um resource library that I've been heavily involved in so that's been great um and obviously you know I get to do a lot of learning as well being involved in all of the professional development things that that we produce but also I've been able to learn um a lot of skills that are probably outside of a typical dietitian job so you know I'm doing a lot of social media work and and communication work and um thanks to Kate a lot of my tech skills I feel have gone through the roof because I'm doing lots (laughs) of things on you know the website and and things that I probably never would have known or learned how to do so um yeah every day is different and I'm, I'm learning a lot and getting to do lots of lots of different things um and like we've kind of touched on we're really really well connected which has been really awesome with our you know daily meetings on zoom and um, our virtual lunches and our walking meetings so yeah day to day it's it's um impressive how connected we are given that we're in in different states so it's yeah it's been really good at you kate i'm probably going to talk more broadly here i think um, at Dietitian Connection, we work really hard and we play really hard. <laughs> That's probably how I'd sum it up. 
Probably not as much. I was um, going to say there's more work hard than play hard. <laughs> there's well, obviously that needs to be the case, but I and Melissa, we, I guess you have we we haven't been able to share that with you just yet because of the way the world is at the moment. But when things start become, becoming a little bit more normal, hopefully we get to spend a bit more time together. And um, uh, we we at Dietish Connection we take time to celebrate our wins, which is what helps restore us for the next big big job that we give ourselves. So um, I think that's really good. I think without being able to celebrate and play, we you know, we wouldn't be refueled to work hard. So that's kind of just a really vague, broad thing. <laughs> um, I think, Marie, your leadership is what drives the culture at Dietary Connection, and it's a really healthy culture. It's one that celebrates flexibility and us being able to, and having a life, not uh, having a life outside of work and then also being happy at work, which I think is probably why you keep team members so long and is a really positive thing and it's why we enjoy our jobs um we move incredibly quickly on things sometimes too fast for all of us to keep up Melissa you being on the team has enabled us to do that this year I would say faster than we have been able to before um but it was really important for this year as well so it was good timing um and I think Maria, you have a lot of really big ideas that um, you've been able to give more breath to this year because we've been able to move quickly and all of that. So, um, and I wish we had a bigger team and I'm sure that'll come in the future. Um, But right now it's a small tight-knit team. We all wear a lot of different hats. We're all doing like crazy hat dance most days. Um, But it's really good. I'm you know it's I think we we all have a lot of skills because we have to wear all of those hats and it's good I wouldn't change it mm. yeah I think people are often surprised at how much work we do or how many things we are able to produce given it is such a they don't realize it's such a small team so that's a credit mm. to all of you but it does mean that we do work really hard and a lot of times it can be very stressful because we're trying to do so much in a very short period of time um and yeah, I think then we, we do try to, there's not oftentimes we have a downtime, but yeah, we try to make sure we celebrate and enjoy when we have the capacity to do so. But um, we've learnt to, um, what's the word? Um, think of stress as a positive thing because it means that we can achieve great things and, you know, we've already done yeah. some amazing things this, this year with, um, you know, the, the COVID-19 resource hub and some of the webinars that we were running in that period. Um, it was a crazy few weeks where we, were, we still are running almost a webinar every week. Um, the COVID resource hub with all the resources in it and then um, the new patient resource library. We also had the very successful virtual gut conference recently what else have we done this year i feel like we've jam-packed so much in we launched our youtube channel yeah, we launched, launched our YouTube chats yeah um and it's only july only halfway there yeah we got to do a lot of things that have been on our list for a while that we really wanted to make happen and it kind of just i guess we weren't able to give it as much um as much air but um i'm glad we did it even though you got a bit of resistance from me Maria, because i was worried about how we were going to fit all of it in (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i guess behind that all is we're always thinking of the dietitian community and yeah what what you 
need and what would be valuable to you. And so that's what drives us. Um, and the patient resource library, as an example, we just got so much positive feedback, so many emails and messages on Instagram of that you're actually using the resources and finding them really helpful. So that's great motivation for us to keep going. So mm. thank you for yeah, sharing that feedback. That is what keeps us going. So I don't know if you can talk about a typical day. I know no day is typical for Tasha Connection. But <laughs> you go ahead, take Mother, a so you're a bit a... more structured than yeah. I am. Sure. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, I guess every day is different. And like I was saying earlier, I have been putting, I guess, a lot of time into our um, fact sheets and resources that we've been getting up and running. So that involves, you know, writing the resources, reviewing them with you guys, taking the food photos, working with the um, graphic designer to get that all done. So that's probably taken up a lot of time in the last couple of weeks. Um, I do a lot of the marketing and communications tasks. So lots of social media, writing up EDMs and the newsletter. Um, I got to contribute to Infuse. Um, a couple of weeks ago as well and then I also do quite a bit of work you know as it needs to be done for um, the upcoming webinars and the podcast on the website and, and developing marketing plans um, yeah so it's there's lots of different things so we can't really say what what a typical day looks like it's kind of a mixture of those things thrown into um yeah, thrown into into the mix, and I guess the one constant thing that we have every day is our is our morning meeting, which is a really good way to kind of set the tone of the day and, and get on task and reprioritize every day what the most important thing is that's come in. Um, so yeah, it's it's hard to describe a typical day, but it's a mixture of all of those things spread throughout the week. <laughs> and before you started at DC, did you realize how much went on behind the scenes for all those different activities? Like, no, yeah. no <laughs> idea. It's so much more detailed and complex and intricate than yeah. I thought it was. So it really yeah. opened my eyes into how much work goes on. And I think, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's like we were saying, it's, we get a lot of work done for such a small team because, um, yeah, didn't didn't really realise the, the work that went into it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you, Kate? I don't really have a typical day. Um, this has probably summed it up nicely. In the morning, I try to ignore my emails and try and do what I call eat my frog, which is the harder part of my day, um, and then prep for our meetings. And then you guys both know I both hit you with a rapid fire round during our meetings <laughs> with everything I need you to know. Um and then I try and continue with the harder thing after the meeting and the rest of the day is often chaos, but I really like it like that. And um, I focus more on getting stuff done rather than spending X amount of time on something. Mm-hmm. So, yes, <laughs> I know that's not what you want to hear. Yeah. So if you had to pick one thing, the best thing about working at DC, what would that be? Melissa? Um, so I guess I really like that, you know, I get to learn so much about so many different areas of, of dietetics through the professional development opportunities that Dietitian Connection provides. And I guess being a part of that service, being able to help you provide that to the dietitian community, I really have this sense of, you know, I'm working with you to contribute to the profession. And that's something that I'm really proud to be a part of. 
Um, and I guess kind of without sounding too cheesy, <laughs> I really feel that, you know, the team, like you guys are just so awesome to work with. And I feel really lucky that I get to come to work with you both every day because we do get along so well and it's such a nurturing um, environment. And I think, you know, so much of enjoying your job is is the people that you work with and I feel really lucky that you both chose me to be a part of the team um, and you know I think Marie you you just take the time to listen and you really care about how we're doing and you're asking us all the time you know if we're okay if there's anything else you can do and I, I feel like you really go out of your way to um, you know I feel like with me I've already been here for a few months but you've already tried so hard to identify you know what I like and what I'm good at and, and help me help to push me in in a, a direction of growth that I, I want my career to go in and I think Kate you just get things done you're an absolute workhorse and, and you're so positive and you're so knowledgeable and it's just it's such a nice environment to be a part of um so yeah I, that's probably two things that are the best things about working for DC um so yeah I probably couldn't pick one but they're both pretty pretty good options <laughs> thanks Martha. Yeah. that's great and you Kate I'm actually going to mention three things. Um, the first thing is that I think we're all part of a higher purpose and um, that really that's really meaningful in the work that we do and the purpose is inspiring and empowering dietitians and that is quite a responsibility, um, but it is really what uh, I guess drives us and what keeps us going here. Um, the third thing is I guess the, the culture in um, our workplace and I spoke about that before and I think the culture and focusing on the outcomes is what brings the change that we all want to see. And then the third thing I think is that, Marie, you you really care about um, us as people and what we're trying to achieve and, and we don't get caught up too much in making things completely perfect and in lots of paperwork and red tape. We do that when it's needed, but we don't do that for the sake of it and I really appreciate that because we can focus on what we're trying to do and what matters the most. Yeah. That was a bit philosophical. And then I'm really struggling with the eye to eye with you, but that's those meetings are very interesting. Melissa <laughs> 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 knows exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> um, so for those that are I'm gonna spring a question on you, but what if you're if someone's in a a team whether that be small or large um you know what things do you think we do that they might be able to implement that you think make a difference mm. i think it's focusing on the the result on what we're trying to achieve i think we can often i mean you do need to break that up into little milestones that's how that's how you um actually progress through a massive project but i think focusing on what are you trying to do going back to the actual purpose and what you're trying to achieve mm -hmm. is often far more helpful than trying to say i need to tick this box or i need to do finish this part of the project because i know because um it's part of the project outline okay why are we doing that yeah what do you think melissa for me I guess I'm a bit more, for this question, a bit more bigger picture. I think 
that like communication is so crucial for a team to work well. And I, I really think that's why the three of us work really well because we're just always in contact with each other. Kate, I think there's some days where I call you 10 times, like just for like a quick, you know, two second question or we're sending voice messages or text messaging or, um, you know, we, we are always in communication with each other all day, every day. And I think that's probably part of why we're so successful is because we're really um, well connected and I guess it's a really safe environment where you can ask anything and it, we won't seem silly. So I, I think that's a big part of why our team works really well together. Hmm. Maybe it's because we're a smaller team, so communication doesn't have to go through 10 yeah. people. It only yeah. has to go through three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely it's harder the bigger the organisation for sure. Mm. Yeah, and more personalities true. involved and, yeah. Mm. But there's definitely some gems in there that could be adapted to if it was a bigger team, yeah. So just going back to COVID again, do you feel like you're working less, the same, more? And is there things that you're doing different personally and professionally and or professionally and, you know, what have been some of the challenges or the opportunities and perhaps what are some of the silver linings? And there's a lot of questions here. And That's four <laughs> questions, Marie. <laughs> we feel <them> back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave you with that. Don't have to answer all of them. Um, pick and choose what you want to share based on that. Well, I'll okay. let you go first. Yeah, you want me to go first? Okay. I'm definitely working less, but I'm doing more focused work. Um, and I guess some of the silver linings are that um, I've reconnected with many friends during COVID and, and I've become closer to my parents and closer to my partner, Chris. So I think probably just for the sake of, well, when we're, um, we're with each other more at home or we'll, with my parents that I'm talking to them on the phone and too probably has made us all stop and think what's important in our lives. Um, I think in terms of uh, also um, professionally, I think I just feel a little less pressure maybe than um, we did before COVID when it comes to like traveling and being at places in person. And I think it's opened up our eyes to what can be what can actually be done online and there are so many opportunities there and I, I guess I feel less pressure in my personal life as well to say yes to things that um, you know we've, we've talked about this before the fact that we all say yes and um, sometimes it's okay to say no to something if you don't have the emotional energy for it mm. um I think with that comes being able to last few months, being able to rest a bit more and not feel guilty for it. Um, not feel like uh, I have to be productive every single waking hour. I don't have children to look after. So I, you know, in my life might look differently different to someone who does have children, but um, I, do, I don't feel guilty for being able to rest. Cause I think we've all needed a bit more rest lately. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think other silver linings are that um, I think distance is no longer a barrier to when it comes to talking to people and catching up with people and maybe that's why I've reconnected with some friends as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I hope out of this we're going to be talking more about mental health. I feel like it's being discussed a bit more um, in the political space but I, I really hope this opens up more um more focus on mental health 
since um, there are a lot of people really struggling at the moment. Yeah, and and maybe also being more environmentally conscious. We don't have to be in our cars and sitting in traffic three hours of the day just to be somewhere in person when it can be done digitally. And maybe this is going to be better for the environment over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About you, Um, So for me, like I was kind of saying earlier, it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to know um, how my life would have played out or or changed because I I haven't been able to experience this role kind of outside of COVID times yet. Um, I I guess that I'm probably working the same amount of hours, but I've got a lot more time on my hands because I'm not having to commute. So Mm -hmm. in my previous role, you know, some days I would have to travel three hours round trip to get to and from work. So I definitely have a lot more time on my hands um, and I'm able to kind of practice what I preach much more now than I ever have been able to before. You know, I can, I have time for movement every day. I can, you know, get enough sleep and take care of myself a little bit better. Um, So that's, you know, it's something that's probably changed the most is just my work-life balance and I'm really, really loving it. So that's Mm -hmm. been a big positive. I guess, you know, something else, I guess, in terms of silver linings is that I just have a bit more appreciation for how lucky I am to live the normal life that I do. You know, I never thought I would, you know, like I probably took for granted just the freedom of being able to go out for breakfast or go and see a friend or, um, you know, just those little parts of life that I miss so much during isolation it's really given me more appreciation for I guess the small things in life as cliche as that sounds mm-hmm. um and like you Kate it kind of has really again given me more appreciation for my friendships and my relationships it's kind of like you know with food when you tell yourself you can't eat something you all of a sudden crave it so much more and I feel like it was the same with social connection during isolation all of a sudden you're told you can't go and see all your friends and it just made me crave it so much more so yeah not that I I ever took my relationships for granted but it's probably helped to put things into perspective and and subconsciously given me a a bit more of a push to really put effort into um, relationships with friends and and, and that kind of thing because I guess it's probably a sign of Gen Y that I probably would never have really picked up the phone and just rang my friends. I would have just texted them or, you know, waited till I saw them in person but you couldn't really ever see someone in person for those few months when when lockdown was on. So, yeah, it's really given me, I guess I've said a, a few times now, but more appreciation just for day-to-day life in general and the importance of relationships um and, and how how much of a positive effect that can have on your I guess your mental health and your well-being um I think that's probably yeah been the biggest silver lining for me and so to end with ladies what are you looking forward to most post-covid or in the next six to 12 months should we still be in covid territory what are we looking forward to, did you say? Yeah, yeah. So. You go ahead and listen. <laughs> I guess uh, I. it's hard to say. There's just so much uncertainty. I guess I'm just really looking forward to life getting back to normal whenever that, that can happen and, you know, I guess getting back to life 
um, with a bit more balance and, and a bit more focus on connection with, you know, the people that are important to us. Anything to yeah. add, Kate? I'm looking forward to when we can do Dietitians Unite. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> such a great, great day. Um, and when we can see all of our colleagues who are watching this or listening to this, we're really excited to see you in person when we can. Um, and I think I, I think it's important to, to at least focus on the moment and, um, yeah, it's, get done what we can now and be as grateful as we can now. And, um, yes, I really hope that we can get back to a little closer to normal, um, hopefully at the end of this year or next year. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much, ladies. I'm sure everyone's going to be keen to hear what you have to say. So I'm sure they've really enjoyed our chat, but I'd like to obviously take the opportunity to thank both of you. I, every day I feel so blessed and grateful for, I call it the DC dream team because we really are the DC dream team. Like I'm just ever so grateful that you choose to work at Dietitian Connection and you both have such incredible strengths and talents that you bring to Dietitian Connection, which just make it, you know, better than it even was before. So I know we've only got more great things coming in the future and yeah, just thank you for all of the hard work and effort because it, it is a lot of hard work and effort that you put in behind the scenes that people don't get to see um, that makes such a difference to, you know, what we're able to do here at Dietitian Connection for um, the dietetic profession globally. So thank you to both of you for that. Thanks, Marie. <laughs> Thanks, Marie. Thanks for everything you, that you do for our profession and for us and, um, yeah, for sharing your, your passion and your purpose with us. It means a lot. Yeah. Thanks, ladies. And um, we look forward to seeing everyone on a future Dietitian Connection Bite Size Chat. Thanks for listening, wherever in the world you're tuning in from. If you did enjoy this podcast episode, we would really appreciate if you could leave a review for us. Leaving a review actually means the podcast gets to more dietitians and it can only elevate our profession if we work together. So please hit that review button. Tell us and other people what you thought about this episode. Another way to share your learnings from this episode and keep the conversation going is to take a screenshot of your phone screen, add your message and share it on social media. Don't forget to tag us at Dietitian Connection so we can share it with our following of over 30,000. Tell us what you learned and what future topics you'd like us to cover. If you'd like to access the show notes, they are available at dietitianconnection.com forward slash podcasts. Dietitian Connection is a global community and we offer free professional development, job opportunities, resources and connections. We're committed to bringing dietitians together so we can create more impact and elevate our profession. And you can easily become a Dietitian Connection member for free by signing up at dietitianconnection.com.